I don't know why. I don't know why I keep going to FaceTime. To FaceTime. Yeah. I got you. We good though. Let me say that. I didn't have my phone set up. Like that, but we oh, could rock. We, we could rock like that. Dude. There we go. Damn. There we go. All right, we live. Not not really live. Not live. But but we recording though. Okay. okay My okay. God. Okay, we talking about. We talking to, and this is the introduction. He got he got his warm ups on. I don't know. I don't know what his layup package is like. Put emphasis on layup, okay, and not on not on packages, because I know how y'all niggas is out there. His layup packages, right? <laughs> youngster though, youngster though, and he's half of one of the most toxic platforms <laughs> known to mankind. I don't know where they've been at. Maybe they just been, you know, when you just got to go to the uh, to the chambers and just fill yourself up and and, and 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 you know how we go and relax and, and and nurture our wounds and stuff like that throughout the year, go on vacations and stuff like that. I feel like they do that when they want to be more toxic. You know what I'm saying? They build up on, they build up on the world's information and 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 entertainment, and then they just come back. You know what I'm saying? Because the last podcast that I got from the Toxic Kings was uh, last year, somewhere around August, September, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So y'all been missing in action, okay? But yeah. this is half of the toxic, okay? My AKA my guy B Dog, AKA uh, why is he toxic like this? AKA <laughs> Brendan, then, 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 for two. <laughs> okay, my youngster, what's up, man? Hey, man, nothing much. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good. You, I'm doing much better. You know what I'm saying after Friday, but yeah, I'm good overall. I feel it. I feel it. Are you, are you a Lakers fan? Uh, why wouldn't I be? Uh, I, I can name a lot of reasons why you wouldn't be. But okay, you know. <laughs> okay. Just to let you know, though, because uh, you are a Clipper fan. Yes, 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 yes. Now, real quick, before we even get into the first quarter of all of this, I just want you to explain to my audience how that how that happened. Because I only outside of you, there's only two other Clipper fans that I know. Billy Crystal and Clipper Daryl. Okay, Clipper Daryl ain't a real Clippers fan. Let's, oh let's just, wow. Yeah, we gotta get that straight now. Clipper Daryl is not a real Clippers fan. Damn. Tell me about it. I mean, he don't represent the team well. And, and, and I feel like if given the opportunity, like let's say the, the Lakers were to win like two or three years in a row, mm-hmm. Clipper Darrell would be a Lakers fan. I ain't even I haven't even seen anything from Clipper Darrell this year. Clipper well, you know he had that incident with um he got kicked out, I wanna say. Either he got kicked out or they wouldn't let him come in or it was something he, going on. See, and that just that's just not a good look for an organization. Uh, you have to click, kick out your, your your brand ambassador. That's what I'm he saying. But everybody know him in the city, though. Like everybody, know. you know, whether you're a Laker fan or a Clipper fan, hell, Rams, Chargers, they can go back to San Diego. By the way, when you see that, <laughs> when you see that two tone red and blue vehicle, yeah, you know who it is. But see, that's crazy. Because I feel like uh, I feel like mostly Clippers fans I interact with, especially on Twitter, mm-hmm. none of them like Clipper Daryl. But are they? All right, so are these Clipper fans that's coming from LA? Because the LA Clipper yeah. fans, yeah, really, yeah. So you telling me Laker fans got more love for Clipper Daryl than Clipper fans got love for Clipper Daryl? Absolutely. He be going to war. <laughs> he be going to war for y'all. I think he just. I, I don't know why he fell off. You know, maybe maybe he left. You know, he got in trouble. He gonna come back with a with a different brand image, you know. He gonna try something a little different this time. But I just, I've never really liked Clipper Daryl. Really, that's crazy. Yeah. I've met I've met Clipper Daryl the night that y'all played Houston. That's when Houston still had Melo. Um, okay, that was the that was the game after maybe the uh, maybe it, it probably was a back to back. I'm not sure if it was a back to back or not. But remember. Um, Houston had played the Lakers. The Houston had played the Lakers, and we got in. Uh, that's when uh, Rondo got into a fight. Oh, it was after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know, uh, Chris Paul got he got kicked out of the next game, and yeah. yeah, we didn't have Rondo or something like that. But then we had went to the Clippers game the next night after, where they played Houston, and we bumped into Clipper Darrow. 
um, we bumped into him in the hallway. And then I was on a show. I was on one of my homeboys, uh, one of my Chicago-based sports shows. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Dave, Ball Sports. And they had Clipper Darrow on there as well. So he's well loved though, in in the, in the at least in the NBA community. I feel like you know maybe I don't know. I I don't know why most Clipper fans don't like him. I never really liked him personally. I thought it was it just doesn't seem as genuine, you know. Really, really, okay, well, maybe and maybe I'll like maybe I need to like sit down and talk to him. You know, maybe like be around him a little bit more. To like be okay, yeah, like you really rock with the Clippers like that. He is animated, but that's what we know him of. I've never okay. seen I've never I've never seen him root for another team. Okay, okay, okay. You know okay. what I mean? So I mean let's it's give just, let's give him some time. Like when you give it time, sometimes time heals all, you know? Except um, except for the Clippers though. So let's talk let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it because you, you, here's my thing with the Clippers. I really do. I don't hate the Clippers. I never did. I l- enjoy picking on them, but I never did uh, because back in the nineties, uh, it was it was kind of like the Bad News Bears. But they always had great players. You know what I'm saying? The Danny yeah. Mannings of the world. You know, you know what I mean? You got, you got your Corey Maggettis. You got um, yeah, Elton Brands. You got the knuckleheads, Darius Bowles, yes, yeah, yeah. They, they was oh, run at that time. They were running the streets. Oh, they had yeah. the streets on lock. Oh no, they they were like the face of street culture. Yeah, they was they were they was out there, and it, it what helped them was that they was young. They was right. They was only a year or two removed from high school. You yeah, know what I mean, so they were snatching. <laughs> they was definitely snatching up yeah. all all of Westchester highs. Uh, yeah, I don't want to put y'all on blast, but y'all did that. Y'all did that. Yeah. Um, then y'all had a couple of squads after that. Let's not forget about Lob City. Lob City is the is one of the most disappointing squads in Clipper history, and I don't even place it purely on on, on the players. I don't like Doc Rivers. Mm. Let's, uh, let's talk about it. Let's that that that's it. that's a very uh that's a familiar and, that's a familiar take though. That in it, it, and see it's because Doc Rivers. Got carried by the 08 Celtics, oh. and ever since then, oh, oh, oh. He, he he's he's very much had this this ideology that like I just keep coaching the same way that I was coaching back then. So it's all ego. It is, and that's how you get the bubble collapse. You put Montrez Harrell on Nikola Jokic for thirty minutes a game. How did you see that going? Mm, mm. Wow. Okay. So mean, maybe maybe you need to send this message to uh to uh Phoenix right now because they having a problem with Joker in a post. I'm I'm telling you, and like he doesn't like young players, is is obvious. He's he made that very clear. It's, at least with the Clippers. He, he had his son clear. he had a son on the team. What was his son? He don't like young players <laughs> look look for instance, look at Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann has so much potential. But I feel like he's missed out on the early part of his career because Doc wouldn't put him on the on the court. I can I, I can I can agree with that because I'm actually on the side of young players in general. We actually hurt one of the, who I thought would have been uh, at least a uh, I ain't gonna say great, but a good player in the NBA, uh, and that's Adam Morrison. As as after UCLA put them bum ass yeah. out of the tournament, he got drafted <laughs> to the Lakers, um, and Phil just set him on the bench. The settlement. Yeah, I think I, th- I think a lot of these coaches look at it as they'll get their run when it's time. But like you got players on your bench, for instance, if you have, I don't know, Smush Parker on the end of your bench, mm-hmm. what what would it hurt to put Adam Morrison in the game? Let's be honest. That's here. a fact. What would it hurt? <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. No, that Adam definitely should have got his. He got. He should have got some time in general, but. Yeah. I, I to your point, I agree. There has been uh, former players that have stated that there's a lot of players who didn't get the time that they deserved uh, in order to show their talent and or you know uh, get better throughout yeah. time. So yeah, I get it. And Ty Lue kind of did the same thing this year. Mm. He played with Terrence Mann's minutes so much that Terrence was out here liking tweets on Twitter. <laughs> Getting rid of Ty Lue. That's the new version of like 
Like, but that's that's just generation though. That's how you're gonna that's get your point across without getting yeah. uh without getting fined. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I, that's how they get away with. They just like stuff on Twitter, and yeah. then you got the Twitter detectives that'll go and find him. Like, oh, such and such is like this tweet about his teammate. And, 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 and here's the, here's the crazy part. You don't have to go and look for it because I think they got the bots now looking yeah. for that type of stuff. It, yes, uh, KD, we know you still got a burner account, brother. So don't <laughs> think you got away with that. We know, okay, coming clean doesn't mean that you stop doing it. Doesn't mean you stop using it. You just yeah, told us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, all right, but let's talk about this new... I mean, we got to talk about the front office, too. I think y'all gave up one of y'all most important players who we end up playing against because uh, because y'all shipped him to Memphis. Kennard, why y'all give up yeah. him? I Again, that's one of those things where Ty Lue just was not using the roster correctly. He played Reggie for way too long in the season before Reggie got Y'all was milking him. And he was not giving any production. Um, with Luke, Ty Lue would put him out there, and if he missed like two shots, Ty Lue would be like, "All right, time to get him off the court." No, you can't do but, that. But like shooters shoot, like you gotta let them shoot themselves into a rhythm. Um, you can't just throw them out there and be like, "All right, you you gotta be hot from from shot one and two. Nah, you like, got because because if he the type of player, if he get if he get warm, it could be a problem. It and it is a problem. It's it's like, and I. I thought Lawrence Frank was making good moves for a while, but I think it even might be time to move on from him. And they've been talking about how um, Bob Myers might be out at Golden State. Mm. I wouldn't mind having Bob mm. Myers. You see what he can put together. I like that. I like that you brought that up. I like that coming from a Clipper fan because you know what? A lot of y'all fan base went over there to Golden State when Golden State went on that championship run. Yeah. And I think, I, like I said, I think a lot of it is just the fan base is hurt because Clippers have had way too many opportunities. Lob City, for instance. There's no reason that team shouldn't have at least made it to a Western Conference Finals. Yeah. If not an NBA Finals. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. had too much talent on that team, and the game hadn't switched over yet. They were top of the game at what they did, which was getting to the basket. Yeah. People weren't shooting threes like that yet. We And then even when the, we started transitioning into that phase of basketball— we had one of the best three point shooters in JJ Reddick. Yeah. yeah. Not only not only that, like Live City was being orchestrated by one of the top yeah. guards of all time. Yes. At a at a good, you know, because Chris to me, Chris Paul has been getting old since the veto trade. Yeah. But he has maintained whatever water he's been drinking that has been working. So y'all hey, got him at the perfect moment. Yeah. And you had two of the best bigs in the game. You had this young dude, Blake Griffin, coming in the game, just dunking on folks. Blake Griffin definitely had a MVP type of year. One year. I'm not sure when it was, but at one point we was like, he might can he might can get that max because he was playing like that. But that didn't last that long. It was it was the injuries at the end of the day. And that that I feel like the overarching theme of, of being a Clippers fan is just knowing that your stars are gonna get hurt. And but here's the thing though, you said one of the key one of the key words it it sticks out because I did say that y'all always stay with dope players, but for a long yeah. time, y'all never really had like that household name superstar, and then <laughs> then there was two earthquakes in Nevada some odd years ago, and well it was, technically it was four there was two real ground earth shaking uh earthquakes and then y'all had pg-13 and Kawhi leonard signed back to back that was the same summer league because i was out there for summer league that was the same summer league zion got hurt and they took him out the game um my homeboy showed me the phone he was like he was like yeah what you call it just sign and then my phone went off and it said (laughs) i was like wait this did this happen back to back like am i reading it correctly I'm telling you, I, I went, so that night, because a lot of people were saying like, oh yeah, Kawhi will make this decision tonight. And at that point, it was between Lakers and Clippers. Yeah, yeah. And it was like 1 a.m. I was still living in Oklahoma at the time. I was like, man, I don't go to bed. Like, this ain't happening. <laughs> and then I wake up at 4 a.m. to about 
30 text messages. <laughs> Everyone's like, y'all got PG and quiet. Y'all got PG and quiet. So like, I'm half asleep. I'm like, nah, they capping. <laughs> like, <laughs> this can't be real. I got on social media and like, it's 4 a.m. My girl in the bed asleep. And I'm like over here yelling. I'm like, oh, this can't be happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. And she she thought something was wrong. I was like, no, nah, babe, just like go back to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I'm just excited. Like not, we really got PJ Kawhi. Not now, only that, sad. y'all had some role players, y'all had some dogs over here. Y'all had some yeah. cats that wanted to fight in the streets. The Patrick Beverly's of the world. Montrez that you said earlier was on that team yeah. as well. Um you had uh Lou Will. Come on. Walking like, Bucket, Lemon Pepper Lou. Like, yes. And so my only thing that I hate about that trade was giving up SGA because yeah, that's crazy. That, that's, another, that's another young player. Doc didn't really give him his run his first year yeah. until he absolutely had to because Avery Bradley was hurt. And um, who else? It was another guard on the team that was hurt that year. So he had to give him a run. Then did y'all have, did y'all have, Reg- did y'all have Reggie on that team too? Or am I, I thinking of another guard? Think we had Reggie yet? Because y'all had us, y'all had us, y'all y'all had the bench as well. That's what they talked right. about a lot. Y'all had the bench on top of that. That's the thing. We've kept a bench. We've always kept a bench. It's a problem with keeping the starters. And we gave you the white. And we gave you the white boy. Remember, we had Zubak yeah. first. Man, that's still a trade that I like. I think back to, and I'm like, Magic was just out here trading folks just to be trading. Yeah, folks. yeah, he was. Ain't no way he should have gave up Zubak. <laughs> yeah, but that's a fact. I still want him. We need him. Zubak, like, he's not going to give you a bunch of points, you know? But as far as, like, locking down the paint, uh, he's got that. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, that team, when they gave up SGA for that, I kind of knew that, like, it was championship or bust. Because SGA had already shown that he could be a star. Yeah. Now you fast forward four years later and look at him, and you like, damn, the Clippers really gave that up. <laughs> yeah, and y'all stayed with guards because... Recently, outside of getting Westbrook, uh, John Wall. Yep. Yeah, John Wall. Um, Reggie revived his career before it went back downhill. Um, but he had revived his career. He was a staple name, especially in that run to the Western Conference Finals we had uh, a few years back. Yeah. Like, he was he was that guy for us. That's crazy. And this was this was the year... That that I said, yo, if and but again, y'all had both of y'all, both of y'all uh, superstars was out. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but it would have been, it would have been a good thing to see uh, L.A. versus L.A. in the Western Conference Finals. Not that saying, not not saying that that's how we looked at it in the beginning of the season. Obviously not. But the way things shaped yeah. out to where y'all was placed on that side, we was on this side. That's on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a series. Yeah, like I yeah. said, it just comes down to freak injuries for the Clippers. The Paul George thing, like who would have thought Lou Dort running into his knee in the second to last game of the season yeah. would ling- linger this long? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Kawhi, the NBA kind of screwed him with the schedule. We were playing games basically every other day. We didn't get that like rest period for him to. Let his knees recover, you know? Yeah. Shout out yeah. to my boy D Murph, who is a Spurs fan, uh, and was definitely uh on on Kawhi's side. Um, but I think he may have agreed with me uh that, you know, maybe Kawhi have, you know, came back too fast from his injury. And the training staff and, over there didn't really do a good job. And okay, so yeah, I, I got a checklist of things I want to happen this offseason. <laughs> um one of them is we need to get a new training staff. They ha- like they obviously are not effective. The history of, of injuries within our stars and just players in general and just repeat injuries, like they don't know what they're doing. They misdiagnosed Kawhi two years ago. Mm. Um, they misdiagnosed him again when he got re-hurt. And then, it, it like I said, if they were doing their job correctly, we probably – could have this under control somewhat, yeah. but it's like they don't know what they're doing. Do you think? Do you think in general, not just with the Clippers, but I'm talking about every other uh, team out there? Do you think 82 games is a bit much for this generation of players? 
I think it is because now players are starting at five and six year old, five and six years old playing essentially all year. Out the gate, yep. They're, yeah. They're playing all year long. Our episode was almost canceled because my son uh, was supposed to play uh, today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got players playing all year long. And so you started five or six. You get to 18, you go to college, you play 32 games if you don't make the tournament, I think it is, 30, 32 you're games. Have 30, like you're going to have 30 out the gate in general, even if you don't make the yeah. tournament. Yeah. So you're going you to have 30. And if you make the tournament and you make it all the way, that's another eight games. Let me see. Yeah. One, yeah. So about 38 games. So let's say you, you're not a one and done. And you do that for two years. Yep. Now you're just racking up more games on your body. You're still training. You're still going through all this. You're just racking up more games. Yeah. Um, and then you make it to the NBA, and you go to a good team. You're playing 82 games in the season. And if y'all make a deep playoff run, you play at least, at the very minimum, another 16 games. Yeah. And now you, five, six years into your career, play close to 100,000 games probably. The weird thing is, is that – Yes, um, these kids are more, it seems like they're more athletic. And maybe even, I don't know about stronger. That's subjective because they had some hitters back in the day. But I don't know if they're, but they're definitely more, the amount of children, like kids I see now with just like crazy hops. Yeah. I'm talking about seventh, eighth grade, six one already dunking. Yeah. Like the amount of kids you see like that. I can tell you, my uh, the, the kids in my generation were not like that. We were not dunking. We were still like five five. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, it was it was a thing when you could grab the rim. Like that was you know that was a goal. Yeah, like if we could grab the rim, we were doing good. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a fact. Like I feel like a lot of the like dudes in my generation, we were still like more of a stocky generation. We weren't like a tall generation. Mm-hmm. We were still more stocky. We had like one dude in our school, then the seventh grade that was like six two, but like now. Like six foot is like the norm, it seems. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You go to the mall, you see these young you can tell they're young by looking in their face, yeah. but they looking over they towering over you. They six they six two and hundred and seven pounds. Yeah, like just just tall and skinny. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that might also be the problem. I think kids are just growing faster these days. Their body doesn't have time to kind of develop the strength they need. Here's the crazy to- part about that though. Everything around y'all has been upgraded since you know, since then, you know, y'all have the technology yeah. is better. The medication is better. The healing is faster. You know, like back in the day, if you tore your knee up, that was pretty much your career. Now, you, now you got cats like like AP coming back, you know, at, at running back. And, and damn near, I'm not sure if he got the, I don't know. I, I think he rushed for over like or at least close to 2,000. That was, that was, so he, yeah, when he got hurt, he came back and almost beat uh, Walter Payton's record. Yeah, yeah. When Westbrook tore his shit, came back and won MVP. That's yeah. that's like crazy. That was right a of. Yeah. You weren't doing that back then. Nah, nah. We, if we had that back then, Bo Jackson would have shattered that record. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Easily. <laughs> Bo Jackson, baby, I'm hip to the game. Um, but yeah. Here's here's a here's a question for you as a Clipper fan. Mm-hmm. Only because I see this arena being built at least three or three or four times a week. I pass by it religiously. And it's looking oh, really? good. It's looking good. They're building it fast as hell as well. That area in general, we we're still baffled. That is off of Century and Prairie. Uh, but they are making it happen. My thing is, y'all owner is like, no, I'm with the shit. I understand how to do this. I, I want, I'm amped. I got energy, and here's my money. Build my toys. I want to. I want to not. I don't. Not, I'm not saying I want Showtime, but you know we can party too. What are y'all going to yeah. do when y'all when that arena opens up? What kind of roster are y'all going to roll out? And see, I think that's that's kind of where we're at the crossroads between the GM and the players. Like, do do you think it's hard to just let players like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard just walk off the roster? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like try to trade. Like, it's hard to justify that. But at the same time, we're going on a four year stretch, and the only time we've had both of them was in the bubble. Yeah. 
Like that's the only time we've had both. Which of them. was which, which was a dangerous. Y'all was pro- projected to win the championship that year. Yeah, and like I said, that came down just to poor coaching, um, lack of adjustments, and then you move on from that year. You go to the next year. Um, Kawhi is hurt again. Mm-hmm. I think PG was hurt towards the end of the season. He came back. Or let's see, we got bubble year. Next year we made playoffs, but I think Kawhi was hurt. Next year we missed it with or no, the next year we made it with the um That was when y'all played Dallas, right? Yeah, that's when we played Dallas again, made it to the Western Conference Finals. Missed it last year, and then this year we made it and barely lost to Phoenix, but like I said, we barely lost because didn't have yeah. any superstars. Yeah, you you didn't have the two you didn't have the two main guys. So, yeah, so at this point, are you willing to keep both or one or the other? The reason why, and the reason why I'm asking that, take your time, is because yeah. I know you said it's hard for them to just those two players walking away. Y'all can't see that. You need to get at least something back, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you prefer players or do you prefer picks, which is potentially players as well? But you know what I mean, potential yeah. over proven. At this point, I think we need to start getting some draft capital back. Mm. You guys trying to get some good young players in here that can take over. Because, our, I mean, if you look at our roster, like, it's an older roster for the most part. You got dudes like Nick Batum. If they bring Russ back, you got Russ, Kawhi, PG. Um, like, it's a, it's an older roster. So you got to start replacing some of these pieces. Yeah. They definitely and, getting SSI checks over there. Yeah, and you need to start replacing them, but not just like younger role players, but you need dudes that have good potential. Like you, you, you need your Terrence Mans. Like you need to try to get players like that in here that can you can develop into something. Are you um, are you cool with them turning the keys over to a player like that? Because potentially, if you do get some draft capital back, that means Terrence will be. I'm the big homie now. Yeah, and I honestly I'd be fine with that. I don't know if you remember earlier this year when they were first, when uh Kawhi and them were first out. Um but Terrence was like the starting point guard. Yeah. He did we did well in that stretch. He did well in that stretch. He was doing well in that position. And I think what messed him up was it like it was great to bring Russ in and I uh, it was great when we bought in uh, Eric Gordon and all that, but they moved him back to that small forward role. Yeah, I think as a guard, Terrence Mann thrives. And that small forward role, I don't think he really knows what he's supposed to do on the court. Because he's not like your scoring small forward, per se. He's more of a playmaking small forward, but most of our guards are playmaking guards. So what do you do in that situation, you know? Yeah, a playmaker to passing it to another playmaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants to shoot. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all running the offense, but we're not getting no points out of this. Yeah, so I I would be okay turning it over to Terrence at a point guard position. I think if we bring Russ back, that's a great person to learn from. Um, their game is similar, except Terrence can shoot the corner three pretty consistently. Mm. Yeah. Um, he plays good defense, so like, learning from dude like Russ, turning the keys over to him would be fine. Um, I think if we were going to keep one of the stars, That's the tough one, honestly, because PG is playing more. <laughs> yeah, PG has come out and said he doesn't feel comfortable being the guy. That's, or he doesn't that... think that that he is the guy. Which I mean, I disagree with him personally. I think PG can be the guy. I think he's just playing the role because he knows who Kawhi Leonard is. Like that's the respect he has for Kawhi. Yeah. Um, but in theory, you know, you'd want to keep Kawhi, but. But do you think? But but do you think some of that could be the injuries that he's dealt with, and he's knowing that if if I'm not healthy like I used to, because we know he was the guy with the Pacers. That was that was the guy. But this was before the injuries. Yeah. So the injuries can set you back a little bit uh, mentally. Yeah, you can't tell what you can't tell what Kawhi is thinking because they haven't updated his software. He's strictly a robot. Well, the thing with Kawhi is the one thing I do appreciate about him, even after coming back from injury, he doesn't show it, you know? Like, he don't show that he just came back from injury. He will come back from injury and just ball out like he has been playing the entire season. He doesn't show emotion. No. 
So it's like I said, it's tough to move on from a guy like Kawhi because you know his pedigree. Yeah. But um, injuries kind of derailed that thought process for you. I was talking to somebody today. I said Kawhi's going to be one of the weirdest Hall of Famers we'll ever have. Yeah, that's a fact. He's not going to have as many points as many other Hall of Famers. He's not going to have as many minutes played, as many games played. But, like, you can't deny him. Yeah, he's won on both sides of the conferences, and I think he has a final MVP on both sides, right? Yeah. That's crazy. And he's just one of the most dominant players on both sides of the ball. Well, I mean, I mean like, you want to talk about a mid-range master? That's him. And then somebody that will just absolutely lock down. But you know what it sounds like? It sounds like it sounds like I love this Bentley, but I know three months from now it's gonna break down and I gotta get it fixed again. So that means I have to drive this other car until that mug gets fixed. So you're yeah. willing to hang on to that Bentley? Just yeah, just because you know, like this, even though you love it, you might have to let go of it. This, I think that's kind of where the Clippers are at right now. Like, you know what he can do for you, but at the same time, he hasn't been able to do that for you because it just keeps breaking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, look, at one point, I can't say anything because at one point, we wanted both. We wanted, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we wanted both. It, it was either going to be PG-13 next to Braun or it was going to be Kawhi next to Braun, and that would have been nuts. <laughs> you could have, and the crazy thing is, you could have had PG thirteen. We just but, didn't pay him attention enough. That's what he said. That yeah, that and well, even when you had a chance to trade for him, you didn't want to get rid of Kyle Kuzma. Well, that, I think I think because Cal, you know what Kyle Kuzma was. Even though we know Bi was better than Cal, they he we went. I think they wanted a player that was going to fall into place, play his role. Yeah, Bi Bi is better than stay in my role. And and to be and to be fair, Cal was a a, a better three point shooter than Bi. And yeah. What, and when and how does Bron win his championships? You surround him with shooters. Yeah. And that yeah, that's. But B, I think Bi, we do miss you though. You can you can come back. Hey, I will take Bi any day of the week. Yeah. Hey, but you know we we have this thing where we let our we we let our young talent since a lot of people say we don't develop our players but somehow they end off after they leave us they end off leading other teams to the playoffs you know what i mean but that's a whole another story uh well, some of them have made their way back you know what i mean yeah i think a lot of them just need that space um i think bringing lebron in was great for the franchise in general um but I think, in a way, it kind of hindered the young players from becoming who they needed to become or who they could become. Yeah. Hey, look. Let's, let's just let's just be honest. Bringing Braun into the Lakers is like the chick that used to be bad in the '80s getting a BBW. That's exactly yeah. what happened. You know what I mean? We are used to having uh, players like that, but we're not used to getting a player like that the way we got them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Which I guess we can transition a little bit. I'm mean, we gonna still talk about your Clippers a little bit, but I I want to know the expectations from a Clipper fan about my Lakers. How do you feel about? We're waiting. Uh, this is probably about to be one of the dopest game sevens that I've seen in a while between the Kings and and and, uh, and the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is the best fit for us to play against in in favor of us? Who do you think that we should play? Who do you think is going to win? I'm gonna be honest. Y'all want Golden State. We want Golden State. I think I kind of let, let me see. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know the reason, but I kind of agree. I'm gonna be honest with you. You want Golden State, dude? That Kings team just does not care. How many times have we seen Golden State play a team? They smack that team in the mouth, and then the team just kind of they just don't play the yeah, same. They roll game. over. They roll, and it's usually in the, the third Kings, quarter. The Kings have not given up yet. Yeah, they got beat game five and came back out game six and said, "Fuck this! Like <laughs> we're not doing that again." Like yeah. they're 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 a bunch of young talented dudes, being led by honestly, in my opinion, an underrated point guard. Mm-hmm. I don't think De'Aaron Fox gets his flowers. He doesn't because he play. I mean, he plays for Sacramento or the Kings. Yeah, yeah. I don't think De'Aaron Fox gets his flowers, man. That. That dude is special. He can I, ball. I, I don't know I, outside, and this is no, this is no shade to. I, we actually hate the Kings fans. 
So when it comes to the, when it comes to the Clippers, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, we don't even hate y'all. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't. We really hate the Kings and Boston. That's about. And then you know Phoenix every now and then. Like Phoenix is just one of those. They just irritate us a little bit. But when it comes to Sacramento and Boston, we thoroughly like hate them. They can just float some, float off somewhere. Um, so yeah, I agree. I think I would want to play uh, Golden State. Obviously, that's that's more of a star power. Um, led series. Uh, yeah. Everybody is older on both sides. You got drama within. I don't think we have any drama in our organization like that. I mean, they have said some things okay. about AD being upset and things like that and, and the emotional, but that's been like yeah, that since he got there. On the other yeah. side, there's definitely a lot of drama and tension in the room with Golden State. Yeah. Look, Jordan Poole does not want to be there anymore. That's a fact. <laughs> His play has definitely reflected it. Jordan Poole been playing like ass. Yeah, yeah, and he's and, but, a, he and, and he was the ass factor. Yeah, I don't even think that it's him actually being ass. I think it's him playing like somebody that doesn't want to be there no more. Like it's just as simple as that. he's playing like somebody that doesn't no longer wants to be on that organization. Which honestly, I can't blame him. If I got into a fight with my teammate and they knocked me out cold, I don't want to be in the locker room with him. I'm going to be honest with you. I might show up to work with the Blinky the next time I show up to work. That's a fact. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or it's one of those, it's kind of one of those things where you're the new kid on the block and when something goes wrong, it's like, well, we've been together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You ain't always been here. Well, I don't know if that's the case. I mean, Would you take him on the Clippers, though? Jordan Poole? Yeah. No. No? I don't think he fits the point guard mode for a Clippers point guard. I think we generally have tried to go for point guards that are very facilitator heavy. Oh, he's not about to pass that rock. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> he's not passing yeah. He's trying to get his bag. Because that's the thing. Like, if you think about it, we don't run Paul George at the three, and we don't run Kawhi at the three. We usually have a completely separate three. Paul George runs at the two. So you got a player like that who can get his get a bucket by himself off ISO. You don't necessarily need a point guard that can just score. Mm-hmm. And or a point guard that wants to score all the time because they're not going to stay engaged. Yeah. I think that's why Russ was such a good fit. Because Russ doesn't necessarily have to score. He's trying to get everybody involved. And if he gets his buckets in the process of that, he's cool with that. I think but I think the the, the dopest thing about that is that y'all let him y'all just let him go free. Y'all let him yeah, and that's, that's why, like, I, I hated seeing him on the Lakers because Lakers fans were ragging on him, like, Russ is bad, Russ is bad. I'm like, it's not yeah, that Russ is yeah. bad. I think they wanted him to be something he's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, they wanted Russ to turn into a 3 and D guard, basically. Yeah, yeah, and that's not, and that's what, not, that's not what it was. And then, and then, you know, the coach, I mean, shout out to, uh, to, to uh, Vogel, but, you know, he couldn't control him. Um, um, and then Dar, you know, Darvinham, player, coach, and stuff like that. We get it, and he made some changes, and a, and the major change that he did make was, you know, sit Russ on the bench, bring him off the bench as a six man, and he he put up numbers. Then he put up numbers when yeah. both AD and, and Brown was gone, or one or the other was gone. Um, yeah, I think you have too many players that do kind of a similar is, thing. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, Alpha Mel. Bron is always a very down the hill player. AD AD confuses me. Yeah, he confuses <laughs> all of us. Really, he not really like he could be in the paint player, but that's not really what he want to do. But AD is not also going to completely stretch out the floor. Yeah, he wants to play in that mid post area. So like you can't really send somebody. You can't have people trying to go downhill while he's in that mid post area. He's a very confusing player. But I think they just had too many people trying to get buckets in the same area. And like I said, Russ is going to like try to adapt, but that's just not him. Like he's not. It Russ was it was a lot it was a lot of different it was, it was him trying to adapt. It was a new coach, you know what I'm saying? And yep. it was the it was our our star players being in and being out separately at the same time. It was just a bunch of confusion until 
like now it's the postseason. So now, now the postseason, like what you said about AD, it doesn't seem like he wants to go down there, bang with the bigs, and he wants to do this, catch it on the elbow, get his little shot off and stuff like that. It can't be confusing yeah. until the playoffs roll around and we got to stick with something. And they, and we got to roll with this. And we got to roll you with have, like We have to have a game plan. We just can't yeah. go out there and play a pickup. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, what about you know my my Lakers is yes. I'm we definitely waiting on. And if I'm not mistaken, Game Seven is about to start in a minute. Uh, and shout out yeah. to Jimmy uh, Hemi. I'm, I'm sorry, not Jimmy Hemi buckets uh, Hemi because Bucket. they just beat um, the Knicks. That's crazy. That is. Uh, yeah, that's crazy right there. But before we get out of here, I wanted I want your thoughts on on Memphis and Dylan Brooks. Okay. Um, so in general, like, how do you feel about th- that I particular think, that particular roster, talent wise? Can they grow from this? Does Dylan Brooks return? Or was Dylan Brooks the problem? So I think Memphis is going to have to re- if Dylan Brooks wants to continue having an NBA career, because I think part of the problem is he, he. I think in his head, his value is way more than what it actually is. Mm. Like to him, he thinks, oh yeah, I'm I'm worth this amount of money when he's not. Mm. And I think he's also wrote a lot of checks and made a lot of enemies in the league, which makes it hard to bring in. You can't bring in a guy like that in your locker room knowing that like, yeah, he's gonna cause some bad blood between the, the team. The team in general gotta have some accountability for that too, because when they was up, like when when Memphis was up, up, I mean they got the second seed in the yeah. in the West. When they was up, they was acting just like them. Well, and like so, the crazy thing about Memphis to me is that it's really only like two main components of people. It's Ja and Dylan. Bane was chirping Bain, off, too. Bane, I'll give it to Bane. Like, Bane is consistent. He, he backs it up. He definitely backs it up. I accept, I, it up. Yeah, I accept his I accept, I accept his disrespect. And yeah. even Jaws. And he, but doesn't, not like, dealing. he doesn't take it off the court. That's like, true. His stuff stays on the court. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., he, not, like, he, he has the stuff to back it up. Yeah. He can back up what he does, but he doesn't really talk like that in general. He don't. He don't. Um, and so it's really just Dylan and Ja that take it off the court and take it too far, <laughs> and just take it way too far, and then they can't back it up. Yo, but, I ain't. I ain't gonna lie. It's gotten to the point where I'm. I'm actually feeling bad for Dylan. I've never. Yeah. Se- I've never seen a player collapse in it, let alone in a game. But in a series, I've never seen a player collapse like that after. After being approached by the player that she was picking on, yeah, I mean he just went downhill from there, and I think he was used to talking shit about people and them not confronting him. But you came at the the greatest player of this time for sure, and honestly, in my eyes, one A and one B are him and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Best to ever do it. You can't just think that you're gonna get away with it that easy, buddy. Like, yeah. Yeah, but like you said though, Bane is consistent uh, with his play, and even Ja, who is banged up, technically is still putting up. He's still putting up numbers. Putting up numbers. Yeah, I think Memphis is going to have to decide what they want to do. Uh, I think what would have helped them in this series is if Stephen Adams had been healthy, mm-hmm. because. Jaron Jackson is a good roaming defender. He gets a lot of his blocks, you know, roaming the field, a roaming the court. Gets a lot of his steals roaming the court. Stephen Adams is an old school bruising center. Mm-hmm. That would have bo- that would have bothered AD. Yeah, that would that would have threw AD off his game because AD can't just put. You can push Jaron Jackson around. It is well known around the league that Stephen Adams is the strongest center in the league. Yeah, one of the strongest players in the league. So like that would have pushed him off his game a little bit. I think I think they made good moves at the trade deadline. Getting people like getting Luke in there, because you need more shooters. Dylan's not a consistent shooter. Your only real consistent shooter at the moment is Desmond Bain. Yeah. He's a killer. Um, That's an assassin right there. Jared Jackson, I think, will go into the summer and work on his three more because he can shoot it. He can. And you can see what happens with like I think I was 
game one or game two when he just got hot yeah. and just could not miss. You see what happens when he gets going. He just needs to find a way to make that consistent. Um, so if he finds a way to make that consistent, like they get they they become a nasty, nasty team. All right, so right here, these three players right here, Dylan Brooks, um, Poole, and Draymond Green. Out of those three right there, who do you think will remain on the team? Or who will leave? Ooh. I think Dylan's going to stay. I think Golden State paid Jordan Poole too much money for anybody else to really want that contract, if I'm being honest. So, Draymond, uh, so so Draymond is out of there? I think Draymond might go. I don't think he's going to want to go, but I think he might go. Kyrie was at the game. You think Kyrie coming to L.A.? I don't think he is after the D'Lo acquisition. Okay. You think D'Lo, think, you think D'Lo put on that performance because Kyrie was there? <laughs> he said, you know. I think he did because that was the best he played all series, honestly. That's a fact. Yeah. He kind of was, I don't want to say he was a non factor, but he definitely wasn't like a factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had he had he had moments throughout the games, uh, but not I think that and that's not gonna happen. Trust me, that's not gonna happen every series. But yeah. I think that's what we kind of expect from him um after the trade. Like you know, even though a lot of us will tell you, a lot of Lakers fans will tell you, they trust Schroeder right now more than they trust Russ. D'Lo, I should say. D'Lo, yeah. Which I, I can I can see that. It's just a trust thing. Like, it's, it's like, it's like, because don't get me wrong, you know, we know you, you know, you got ice in your veins, but sometimes when you really have ice in your veins and you're not hitting... You're not hitting, yeah. Yeah, you're not it's, hitting. It's, we, we trust Shooter to, like, shake it off and go get a buck because he'll get to the rack. Shooter will go to the <laughs> rack on you. So that's, that's his game is getting to the rack. I think, like, Dennis doesn't really shoot threes like that, you know? Right. Which was crazy when he hit that game winner because he's not, like, him, shoot, him shooting is not his first instinct. He's trying to get to the basket. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. He's a short, quick guard. Like, yeah. And he, he can get and, he, and he can and he can get to the cup. He can get to the cup. Yeah. And I think one of y'all's greatest pickups, and honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of salty when y'all got him, was Rui Hachimara. Oh man. I've been a fan of his game for so long. And when they said y'all were trading for him, I was like, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. That's tough. That would hurt. Van, he came through, he came through for y'all. In a major way. I can honestly tell you that if it wasn't for him, uh, uh Reeves. My boy AR fifteen. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and and Vando. Without those role players, we not we not don't we not going anywhere. No. Yeah, I have a question for you. Do you think the Lakers are going to be willing to pay AR fifteen this offseason? Yeah, they should. If they, if they one thing that I was heard about is that we gave up Caruso. I love him. Right. Yeah. But I'm okay because I'm I'm okay with players leaving us for a bigger bag and a better opportunity. I'm all for yes. that, right? We will be a fool. I will personally go down there with my picket sign if we don't. We don't. Because we, we're not about to do this again. Don't do this again. We seen Wait, how and he and he and he's not regular. Even even D'Lo came out and said, <clears throat> which we all feel at times, sometimes when you get a white guy on a team, it's typically because he can shoot kind of shitty yeah. on defense or whatever, like Luke Kennard. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But when he get hot, he get hot. No, Austin does a lot more. And it seems like every other game, he be adding new stuff to his bag. No, um, just from watching him, because he went to OU. So just from watching him in college, like, Austin always has had, like, he's he's always had a bag. Like, he, he, he has multiple ways he can get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be crazy for y'all to let him go. Now, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see him somewhere where he would be in a starting role. Mm-hmm. I think that... I think the starting be- role... I think he can get the starting role if he stays eventually. Yeah. 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 That's very true. He earned it. I think, yeah. You can't tell me he didn't earn it. He does a little bit of everything. Right. And it takes that pressure off of LeBron to where LeBron doesn't necessarily have to always go get a bucket. 
but he also doesn't have to worry about someone jacking up shots because Austin, Austin can shoot threes, but he knows how to draw fouls. He knows. Oh my God! There you said it. He knows how to go get the contact. Yeah, he he is elite at drawing contact and getting those fouls. So I think the Lakers would be wild to let him go. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Y'all do decide to let him go. You know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) I would. I'd be fine with him sliding on up. Up, uh, yeah, Inglewood. yeah. It's, it's no and look. It's no longer walking across to the other uh, to the other yeah. side. It is definitely a, a distance between the uh, between the arenas now. But if he went to the Clippers, dang, I'd be salty. I'd be mad. <laughs> yeah, I'll be mad. I'll be mad. That, be. Yeah, that 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 quality player playing for the ops like that. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that one. That's uh, how I felt when Trez left. <laughs> with who? When Montrez came, oh to play yeah, no, and yo, y'all had billboards everywhere, bro. Him and Be- and Pat Bev, y'all had billboards everywhere talking that. I was like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta be kidding me, dog. <laughs> it's cool though. It's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, the Golden State and Sac game has started. Yeah, Golden State up by four right now, fifteen to eleven. Game seven. Um. Before we get out of here, uh, I do want to get your pick for this game. Who you think is going to be the winner of this game? And uh, you got to let them know where they can find you at. Okay. Um, for this game, yeah, it's, it's crazy to go against Golden State, but I got to take Sacramento. I think Sacramento really, really wants this game. I'm not saying Golden State doesn't want this game. But I think Sacramento wants this game more than Golden State does right now. And they and they in Sacramento too. This is about this is a, this is a legacy game for. They are trying to light the beam tonight. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Le- legacy game for the Splash Brothers. Uh, legacy game uh, for Sac for that Sacramento roster. Tell tell you the truth, because yeah. they are like literally making new history right now. Yeah, you know, they haven't had that type of excitement inside that arena since what the early. Yeah, like the early two thousand, somewhere around there, two thousand six, two thousand seven, yeah. eight, something like that. So they 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 are trying their best to stay in this. Shout out, out to both teams, but I don't care about neither one of them. They could both lose. I hope. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm rooting for my boy Sabonis, man. I like him. I like him. He's cool. He's cool. He did grab. He did grab Draymond foot though. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, look, hold on, real quick though. I think if you look at the video. I don't, he was not intentionally trying to grab his foot when he stepped when he got stomped on. He wasn't intentionally trying to do it. He was rolling over. You can see he was trying to cover his face up because everybody's starting to run the other way. Yeah, I now, get. I I don't think I did. Hit, but here's the thing, though. I'm not saying that he should take blame. I'm saying that the suspension should have never happened. I thought. I think Draymond did it I, on purpose for sure. He did that on oh, purpose. He stepped on his. But I don't think he should have got suspended for it. Look at the video. He freed his foot and then stepped down. Oh, yeah. and off his chest. He did, he did, he did. But I mean, we can't sit up there and call this generation soft and friendly. And then when something yeah. like this happens, you know, suspension, like nah, oh, nah. get suspended. Yeah, yeah, not definitely agree. Um, but no, I mean, you know, you can find me. Hold on, what is my Twitter handle? I always forget if it's one X or two. I I, um, I definitely couldn't find it. No, you're good. I got with you. The, with the okay. X, I knew it had an X in there. Yeah, so you can find me at Hollywood X. Uh, that is H X L L Y W O O D X. You know, um, if you want to go back and listen to Talk with Kings, you know, we are uh, currently in limbo, but there's always talks about coming back when we go make the return. What kind of kind of pivot we might make when we come back? I was uh, just yeah. I was okay. just about to ask you when was y'all on your way back? Hey man, Talk to Kings. You can find us on Apple and Spotify. Um, I'm going to tell Jordan you asked about it, too. I'm going to tell him. Yeah, tell, yo, tell him. Man, look, if me and him got to go <laughs> in the backyard and slap box, dog, like, come on, man. You can't you can't create content like that and then and just, just disappear. Just, yeah, yeah, y'all just disappear. Y'all didn't say, oh, hold on, buy nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We get that a lot. We The crazy thing is, like, the I feel like I get asked at least – once, once every few weeks, like, hey man, when y'all when the podcast coming back, I'm like, yeah, y'all chemistry, like y'all chemistry is crazy because like, I don't know how I can't I can't speak for other uh, listeners 
on how they view or how they receive the information. But yeah. y'all is like it's like you're the more to me, it's like you're the more more even kill one. And then yeah. then you got him like he's Joker. You know what I'm saying? You never know when he go. But this, this, here's the crazy part is like he's Joker, but then you you kind of got like this character where we like you, but we hate you. But it's like we almost it's like we almost give you an excuse to get away with shit. Yeah. Where we know with him is like we know Jordan come with that bullshit right now. Oh, the thing yes. is, y'all are y'all very y'all very intelligent and smart for y'all age, and I have to say that because there's a lot of niggas that's y'all y'all age that's really showing the age. But y'all yeah. y'all can make it make sense, and nothing is worse in this world than a person that can make sense out of the toxic shit that they come up with. <laughs> like I said, we I try to tell people all the time that Jordan is 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 a, is a capper. Like, is Jordan really like that in real life? I'm like, no. I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> like that is Jordan, but at the same time, that's not Jordan. He does it well though. He does it well. Like, <laughs> like, like shout out to 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 WWF slash WWE. They can definitely learn from y'all personalities. I'm telling you, man. You gotta you gotta know when to turn it on, when to turn it off. There you go. But yeah, yes. we Talk to definitely King. we definitely need to make that return. I'm not saying that you you should tweet at him, you know. But I am saying that if you tweeted at him, it, it might give him that little push for us to, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at him. What's his handling? Uh, it's RoboCop. Let me see. Oh, it's RoboCop. So look at it. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, as soon as we get off, I'm gonna tweet him. Yeah, it's, it's RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. You get tweet. Give give him a little tweet. You know. What I'm I saying? might as well just put the blame on him too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just yeah, do yeah, that. Do all that. <laughs> I'm not saying you need to do that. I'm just saying, you know, it's similar, similar little notification. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, appreciate you coming to the gym. I appreciate you having me on. It's It's been a while since I've done any podcast. And, and I'm happy I got to come on here and, you know, enlighten the world on, on a Clipper fan's point of view. Yeah. yeah. Now, be careful about what you see on Twitter because some some of the, Clip, the Clippers fans' fan base is very split right now. Yeah, well... We're going to see how split they are when uh, after this game. Because if, if, I feel like if Golden State <laughs> goes off to the second round, I think that yeah. half of that fan base is going over there with them. It, and it very possibly could. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Let me I know, wouldn't. man. I pull up on Clipper Darrell, see if you if you got smoke for him. I'll let him know. Hey, I ain't, I ain't saying I smoke for the thing. <laughs> Now look, I, I want this to be the, I'm in no way, shape, or form scared of Clipperdale. I'm just saying I don't have to smoke for the man. That's a fact. That's a fact. Shout out to Clipperdale, man. Shout out to the yeah, Clippers, nah. man. Yeah, for real. I appreciate you having me on. You know what I'm saying? If you you ever need somebody to come talk about sports in general, you know, I'm I'm very well versed. Ba- basketball is my my sport. But I'm very well versed in a lot of sports. So I'm gonna have to get you on BTG for president too. That's a whole totally hey. different. You know, that's a different okay. show though. Yeah, that's that's close to the that's closer to my bag though. I I I know that one. You re- are you? Do you think you might be ready for that type of show? Oh, definitely, definitely. All right, so look, let me let's do this. Let's do this. Um, let's set if if you are available next weekend. I should be good. Yeah, I should be good next weekend. It might be. We'll check throughout the week. Same thing. Yeah, like, we'll check like, we, like we we played it by ear today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, just let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna have some questions for you. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've heard the last, you know, episodes <laughs> between January and and, and now. I've, yeah, I've heard a few, so I, I'm kind of. Yeah, I got some questions. I'll, I'll look familiar. Yeah, I got, and I got some questions catered towards you too. Oh, okay. Grown questions. My 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 fan base is they with the shits. Okay, cool. I I'm I'm, I'm all with it. None of that PC you, shit. Hey, you know you know that 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 we didn't do. Like we we kept it cordial on top of Toxic Kings, but it, you know it wasn't necessarily like PG. Yeah, man, y'all had some que- y'all had some questions for me, and I'm like, that's it. I thought y'all was gonna have some. some- but it was okay. So like, we we y'all called the like, Toxic the Toxic Kings. We we see we thought that you were. I mean, like you are a family man. But we approached it as if you were like, you know, the typical family. Oh man, my, you know, ain't man. nothing typical about Baylor. I don't know how y'all ain't figured that out yet. No, well, I, we know now. We definitely don't. No. I'm still. I'm. I think I'm still a part of that Discord. I'll never be in there. 
But I, I see the Discord. You don't get there either, so don't you worry about it. <laughs> watch these questions. Watch these questions I got for you, though. Hey, Killer man. Question. I'll, I'll be ready. Just let me know. All right, for sure. Uh, appreciate you coming through the gym. I'm going to go off. I got to make my family some lunch. And we're about to finish this game uh, seven.